I'm your host, Lori Marie. I like to talk to all of my more successful friends on what it's like to be more successful than me. Basically anyone that has more IMDb credits and fans than I do. So pretty much everyone I know. I hope you enjoy. John that I've had on the podcast. Like in a row. You know, I almost called you Lori Lori K. Lori Kilmartin. You literally every person that I've had on has opened with that. And I actually find it really funny because I haven't I haven't like hoaxed anyone into saying that, but it's very suiting to what the whole theme of my podcast is. Right, which is more successful people than you. Yeah, I'm like living in everyone's shadows. But you're all like my friends. Right, right, right. Well, I can't believe... Is this still the test? Or are we going? I mean, should we just go? We should just, we should just test go. it. Go? Okay, we'll test it, test it, and then we'll... Well, if we we'll pause go. it, it's okay, because we can like loop them together. Loop them back in, okay, I cool. mean, I the whole point I invited you here was because you're going to end up editing the podcast. Oh, God. I, I, you're, okay. Yeah. Well, hey, in a couple of years when this uh, gets released... <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be fire. It'll be topical. <laughs> yeah, it just What's going on with know, that Jesse Smollett, you know? Yeah, it's just um, every episode is supposed to hopefully get like a smidge better mm-hmm. because I have my guests without them knowing like help me make it. But like the first guy actually set up, like put the mic together. Oh wow! And then the next person made me realize that we can't do it in my living room. Right, right. So like that, she didn't do really anything, but she just like helped me come to that conclusion. I think you just invited me here to reach something out of the cabinets, didn't you? Did you see how Those high? Are my high, head? man! You got to get a stool. Yeah, a fucking giant lived in my apartment before. Hey, don't be calling us giants. I mean, people call me all the Shorty. M words, so. M word. M. So I think um, that that was take, this is take two now. I think this is the official take. This I think we're going to be locked after this. Okay. So John Mitchell. Um, yes, I ma'am. Li- I like to have everyone come on and reminisce with me about how we met. Oh my goodness. So. We go back to the beginning. Yeah. You specifically. I met you before I had even done my first open mic. Oh my I gosh. think. Or I might have done one open mic. And you were like, I'm going to be a comedian. That's right. That's right. You were waitressing. I was, yes. I was I was serving at um, Tom Bergen's. Which That's right. Rest in peace. Yeah, RIP. Um, they didn't even do... And it was just St. Patrick's Day yesterday. That's right. That's right. Uh, so that was kind of sad because that was like the bulk of... St. Patrick's Day every year, even after I stopped working there, I would make like a personal appearance. And that would, like, pay my rent for the month. Yeah, yeah. If only there were, like, one St. Patrick's Day every month, that place could have stayed open, you know? Yeah. But unfortunately, I don't think you can make your rent off having <laughs> one good day a year. No. That was crazy. So how? what was the connection, though? Like, were we just chatting you up? Or I feel like we had a mutual friend. Okay. Was it David? So let's Oh, let's God. Was it David? All right, all right. Up. Okay, okay. So I remember the day like it was yesterday. Okay. Because, okay, do you remember the year? Well, I started in 2014, so it had to be 2014. Yeah. It started April 2014. Okay, yeah, so it was it was 2014. Um, it was, I want. I thought it was summertime, but you're right. No, it would have been a little earlier. A little earlier, yeah. yeah. Okay, so spring this time. Mm-hmm. Hot out. Hot. I had a nice tan going. That's right. A nice tan. I had some. I had some like dope blonde hair happen. I That's had right. just done it. I yeah, you looked it. hot. You looked yeah. hot. You were drinking, so you were a little thicker. You know. Was I thicker? Oh than yeah, I yeah, yeah. Do I seem skinnier? Yeah, nice plump. You know, you know what's. Oh my. Melons. <laughs> wow. So you do remember? Yeah. So you guys were sitting in the tables by the bar. That's right. And I was the only server on that night that could handle like both sections so I was getting my ass kicked right but then you guys like popped in and you were all attractive and you were with was someone's dad there was someone's dad in the group oh my god 
Someone's dad was in the group. No, no, that's no? our friend Mark. He's just old. He's just old. He's just old. Okay. Yeah, he has like the George Clooney salt and pepper yeah, hair. Yeah, he yeah. He was yeah. hot. He was the one I was trying to bang out of all. Wow, of Wow, no shit. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. He's a complete <laughs> neurotic, like Woody Allen type character, but I'm he's kidding. Cool. I'm kidding. He oh, wasn't okay, the gotcha. One. I think I was going between. I forget. There was a. Was there another dude there too? It was. It was probably me. Mm-hmm. The dad. The dad. The hot dad. David Cade David and Cade. our friend Ohad, who is oh, a right. dark-haired Israeli guy uh, with a big remember. schnoz. He looks like the character Alf. Okay, if yeah. If you remember that. Yeah, it's very yeah, ugly. I don't, I don't. That's so huge, mean. Huge dick, very ugly. No, he knows it. I know it. I talked to him today. I FaceTimed him. <laughs> I fa- I'm like, stop FaceTiming me, okay? You know that's the last thing I want to look at. Oh, my God. That, you guys are really mean to each other. Yeah. Well, I yeah. don't remember him at all. I just knew there was a fourth person in the mix. Yeah, so it would have been us four. Yeah, so it was just you and David that I was talking to the most. But right. then David somehow got my number on the sly. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. out of... No, you got my number first, I think. Because I said I was a comedian. Right, and I said I wanted to, I was going to start stand-up. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, whatever, this guy's just trying to bang. And then but I was like, I'll give him my number. And then... Would you have banged me? Before? Yeah. Would yeah. you have banged me just based off of, like, that move? Like, us getting to know each other? At the time? You don't have to lie. Yes, I probably would have. All but right. then But then we started doing open mics together. Of course, and we were just hit it off like buddies. Yeah, and yeah. then I was like, I can't bang another comedian. Right. Like, I'm not going to be allowed. No. And have you never banged a comedian? Have I never? Well, have you? Of course. Yeah, there you go. I mean... There you go. Now the I, fucking... Now the dirty truth spills out. <laughs> I dated whore. a comedian. Who? Name names. Doesn't matter. All right, I, we'll talk about it off mic. I, yeah, off mic. <laughs> well, I don't... This is this podcast isn't about my success or lack thereof. Sure, sure, sure. And dating. And dating. Um, but yeah, sure. so back to how we met. Yeah, so then you guys were all chatting me up, and you guys stayed for a long time. I was yes. stoked on it. I was happy about yes, it. right. Because it made my night more fun. Um, and then David seemed like he was in the worst mood the whole time. Like, he was just not happy. Really? Yeah, he was, like, in a bad mood, but then he was, like, flirting. That's not like David. He oh, must have been playing a character, like a brooding. Because he's the most upbeat one. Yeah. I'm the most depressive. I'm the comedian. Yeah, you, you know? were very... I'm no, the most but you bummer. were, like, excited. But you hadn't become jaded yet about being a comic. Because you right. were just, like, you had the idea that you wanted to do it. Right. And I was pumped. You were yeah. pumped. You were like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I was like, you should. Like, I'll totally take you out. And then you actually did end up following up, which I was surprised. Because I was like, oh, he probably doesn't really want to be a comic. And then you hit me up. You're like, what mic can we do tonight? And I was like, all right. And then I took you to the comedy store, I think. To Eric Marino's open mic yes. on a Sunday? That's yes. fucking right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I had I'd done stand-up like once. I think yes. I'd gone to Sal's Comedy Hole. Yeah, everyone starts. And okay. it was literally, I was so scared. The first time <laughs> I went up to the comedy store to that mic, I'm like, oh, my God. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they didn't call my name. No. They might have, though. I think I humiliated myself. No. I did, actually. I did. I was pretty drunk. Because those were my, that was like the hardcore pinnacle stage of like my drinking, yeah. But I think you, I think I got called because I would always, I had been going to that mic since it started, so I was sort of like ingrained and they would try to get me up. Yeah, I remember that. You were kind of in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Eric would put me up and then, yeah, I think you did um, the end of it where it was like everyone got one minute, a one minute joke. Yeah. So you did that and then. Yeah, I think it just was like a wah wah wah, but yeah. but the fact that you got up was like half the battle. Right, people weren't getting called all the time. But Are you I, been studying right I now? didn't. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I was. I didn't <laughs> learn anything from it. Like I didn't. That didn't help me. It didn't uh, drive me to, to you know want to come back. It it would like it gave me PTSD for like six months. <laughs> You know what I mean? I think... I was kind of always scared of that room, to be really? honest with you. Yeah. Wow. So I popped your cherry. Yeah. Tommy Store yeah. Cherry. Yeah. It was a scary... It was scary for me, I think, but I just started making friends with everyone. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it got easier. Well, the guys up there like you, too. Like, you're a very, like, cool chick. You know, cool. just how to, like, go along and, you know, you're just, like, a good hang. So that's important. 
especially at the comedy store. Like, it's weird, like, who they take in and who they kind of freeze out, which is myself. You know what I mean? No. But anyways. But, uh, but yeah, so that's how we... That's how it all started. And then I think we went to Echoes. I think we did two mics that night. I think we, like, really went for it on a Sunday. Gotcha, yep. Because we both sort of had, like... We didn't have day jobs, really. At least I didn't at the time. At that point, I didn't, yeah. Yeah, I think I was just, like, nannying and waiting tables. Yeah. Man, that was almost five years ago. Yeah. So, you've been going five years. Now you... How, like, since then, where do you think you... Like, was it early on that you kind of got to a point where you were like oh, wow, like, I really am going to still do this? Or were you still kind of scared, like, your first year? Or, like, what was your journey like, I guess, to this point? Well, I mean, the journey is just, like, unfolding. I still feel like I'm so new, you know. But I've... Originally, I was... Yeah, it took me about... I knew pretty early on, I'm like, this is what I... This is what I'm going to do. You know, that determination that you need. You need to say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be successful at it. But I thought, originally I got into it because I was a writer. I moved to LA and I wanted to be a screenwriter and I started writing comedies. And I would watch like interviews with like Judd Apatow and people who started in the 80s. They'd be like, well, I was doing stand-up and somebody in the crowd uh, who worked for CBS was like, would you like to write for this show? And I learned, like, within three months of starting, that it just doesn't work like that anymore. Right. Like, it just doesn't happen. So so now I'm like, okay, well, that dream is, that path is kind of, is closed, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah, so it was, I guess I was about a year, year and a half in where, where I'm like, okay, what I want to do is stand up. Like, and whatever I need to get there, whether it's, because everybody has to have something else, right? They have to act or they have to have a big podcast or they have to uh, uh, be on radio whatever it is to build fans that's outside of stand up it's all goes towards it's a means to an end of being bigger and getting mm-hmm. better at stand up and doing it professionally Right. So, so I look at that now and I don't I have no ambitions to be I guess in the industry because I know it's not going to happen like Why? I'm too old well, what do you mean, like, in the, like, you mean you'll just... To, to, to be raised by the industry. So you see right. these young kids, mm-hmm. who we know who they are, they're young women, like, 21 years old, or they're black kids that are articulate. If you're a black guy in this town with five minutes of good stand-up that isn't like, black people do this, and white people do this, like, the industry's gonna give you a shot. Mm-hmm. It's just the times we live in. It's not right or wrong, it just is what it is. Right. That's not going to be me. I'm too funny. I'm too edgy. Too funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly think so. They don't... Because to be hilarious, you have to be kind of edgy. You have to be kind of dirty. And I just don't think that's what the business wants anymore. They want, like, the mainstream comedy. They want, like, left-leaning, mm-hmm. like, political, kind of like, uh, I guess, beta-type comedy. Kind of unassuming comedy. And that's just that's just the trend, you know. The alternative comedy, that was alternative comedy. That's not alternative comedy anymore. That's mainstream comedy. Mm-hmm. Alternative comedy is guys like Joe Rogan, guys like uh, Andrew Schultz. They they don't need the business anymore. They don't even work within the business because they have so many fans. Obviously, they have agents, right? But they have their fans, and they do they have complete freedom because and they do whatever they want. Which is the like the end goal, right? Like that's where we're all at. Yeah, now. exactly. You want to be able to just show show up and go up. Right. Oh, say. shout out to Eric. <laughs> Call back. Call show back. up. Go up. <laughs> that might stunk. You know what? I know. But it. you know what? I don't want to shit on anything that sort of, for, at least for me, like gave me the courage to keep trying because even though I had some of my darker moments during that time. Um, as far as comedy goes, right. it still was, I was just like how you explained in the be- beginning of when we started the podcast tonight, like I was terrified. I didn't yeah. just wake up one day and go, I'm going to go to the comedy store. I woke up one day 
because I had a really embarrassing date where I got food poisoning. I was like, I gotta talk about this. Yeah, and How yeah, am yeah. I gonna talk about uh-huh. it? And then one of my friends was like, you should, you should go to this open mic at the Ha Ha. And I was like, what's the Ha Ha? And then at four o'clock on a Wednesday, I showed up to the Ha Ha, and Jack Jr. was sitting at the bar. And Augustino, Zoida, and they were like, hey, you got to come back in like an hour. The open mic hasn't started yet. Hey, what's up? That's five bucks. Yeah. What's up, fools? Just come back. And I was just... Jack Jr. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Exactly like that. And I was wearing this like green little skirt and like this like little like... Man, I really just had no idea what I was walking into. Yeah, yeah. Steak pit. Yeah. And I remember... And then I went and then I met... um, Jacob Givens, you know Jacob mm-hmm, Givens, mm-hmm. and he, I, he ended up, like, I call him comedy dad, because he, like, after my set, like, came up to me, and, like, all the people that I started with that are still doing it now, I'm actually really happy to say that most of the people that were there that day are still, like, yeah. doing it, right. and killing it, or still, like, they're doing it, yeah. they're doing something, right, right. Um, he was like, just keep coming back, you're gonna be okay, and I, that was it, but the, it took me... It took me like six months to make it to the comedy store. Yeah. Yeah. See, I went up there right away and I was like, oh man. I was like, I got to throw him in. Yeah. I'm glad I did in certain respects. In other ways, I feel like, God, I should have just not even (laughs) appeared there for three years, you know? But I think everyone feels that way at some point. Like, I felt the same way. I feel like now maybe I should have, like, I should have, I'm in my, I'm going on my seventh year. Like, I'm just now right. at seven years. Yeah. And now, I'm like, oh, I can, I know how to write a joke and tell a joke. I think I'm just now starting to, like, figure it out, which is a weird thing mm. to say because yeah. four years ago, I thought, oh, I'm getting shows. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting yeah, I'm killing it. I'm a comedian. Yeah. And now I'm yeah. like, oh, man, no. I just had confidence. I had, like. Right. That nevite, you know. That's right. Very, but you need that though. Yes. You need that delusional, you know, optimism yeah. in your brain. I think you do. I don't know if you ever figure it out. I watched was watching two mics, David Tell and Jeff Ross. Mm-hmm. And they're they get on a couple of city bikes, like city bank bikes in New York. Mm-hmm. At the very end they just killed it. And like I almost started crying. They were just riding bikes off into the night. And Dave goes, yeah, I think we all think we figured it out. And Jeff Ross goes, well, I don't know that we'll ever completely figure it out. Wow. And I'm like, that's stand-up. It's, it's an unwinnable game. Mm-hmm. You just have to keep showing up. Yeah. And you just, sometimes, and at your best, if you work really hard, you'll, you'll almost figure it out. Do you, I mean, I feel like right now you're in like such a sweet spot of your journey. I hate calling it a journey. It sounds like I'm at like a fucking meeting. I feel right. like you're in a sweet spot of like comedy right now for you especially since I've watched you kind of like maneuver so quickly over the years like I was pretty amazed like over the last year how every time I turned on Instagram and pulled it up you were on every show flyer well maybe that's just good marketing you ever think about that yeah of course I mean that's half of it like I can go through phases where I'll just like keep posting the same fucking set for two weeks, like different clips, and hope that people don't notice that I'm wearing the same outfit, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, she's been at like the ice house every day." Yeah, you're week. like, "Oh my god," and the quality is is consistent. And... That's why I wear all black or all white right. because then you can't say that it was a different right. day. Exactly. I have, I got one outfit. See, I get the uniform. If you just turn into a cartoon as I do, just wear the same outfit every day. Yeah. That is the key to success because then you can just post the same content over and over and over. And so over. why do you need me on here? You got to figure it out. No, because now you're gonna tell me what I'm doing wrong because I'm at seven years, you're at five, and you were like, here. I was like ahead of you because I was showing you around, and right. then you just like it's like playing Mario Kart. You somehow just lapped me like hmm. four times over. Like I thought I was doing it. Like if you ever played Mario Kart? Of course. What do you mean? Dude, we lived off that. I mean, that's all we played in college. Really? Yeah. Wait, how old are you? I'm 33. I'm a year younger oh, than you. No, oh, no. wait. Was I not supposed to tell your, <laughs> your listeners that? I mean, I'm 28. No, it's okay. My IMDB says my age because I fucking own it. I don't care. Fuck yeah. Who I gives want, a shit? I, I want hate everyone to know that I'm old as fuck. Right. And you become more LA. bookable as an old broad. 
I, in my, in my opinion. Wait, but I'm not trying to look old. I just, you know. Age yeah, but there's something there's there's like if you look at Jody Miller, there, there's something that's really fierce and you just get funnier when you get older, no matter what gender you are. You well, know yeah, I, mean? I have more life experience now. Yeah, and you just give less of a fuck. I do, yeah. You know, yeah. And that's gonna translate into your comedy. But anyways, back to me. Back to I'm doing you. Doing great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like you lapped me. I feel like you you got that the turbo. Like those little right. mystery cubes where right. you're like laughing and you got like the turbo one. And all where of a you sudden, light up and you just drive you, through you everything. Just went and yeah, I yeah. was like, fuck this guy. I yeah. helped him. He's not even getting me spots on shows. <laughs> like, I freaking took him to his first open mic. You I, want spots? I got you. I'll yeah. get you next month. All you got to do is ask. I'm <laughs> are you, easy. What, what, are you, what are you running? I'm right an now? easy date. Well, I can't say it because if any comedians listen, they're going to hit me up. Oh, shit. But we'll talk about it off mic. Oh, cool. If cool, you tell cool. me who you, who you boned. In the comedy scene, <laughs> I will give you a spot. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I figured as much. Uh, you know, as much. everyone that mattered, but but I don't clearly didn't pay off. Though. I, I don't. I don't feel like I've. The only thing I can say that I've that I'm proud of is just that, like, I figured out how to. I'm figuring out how to kill on stage, and. And that's evolving. That's the only thing I, I, I'm I'm proud about. Like, I feel like I've really accomplished is at five years, I finally have something. Like, I got a little piece of something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wouldn't even say I'm good yet, but I got a piece of something. Like, I can, you can put me on a showcase with headliners and I'll hold my own. But I'm still, I'm still pulling back the curtain trying to figure out what exactly my voice and my my persona is you know what I mean mm-hmm. and and I think that's just a product of you know I was in prison right, right? Yeah, I want to talk about that and so when you lose you know these this this piece of your life that you'll never get back especially in your 20s you know my whole life was was life as I knew it was completely ripped away from me you know what I mean mm-hmm. just tsunami wiped out and so... And when did that happen again? I was 24 when I got arrested. I was 26 when I got released. Wow. Um, but... And I moved straight to L.A. after that. You know what I mean? And, and so it's the... You, you hate wasting time. When your life has been... Part of your life has been flushed down the toilet mm-hmm. uh, irreparably. You don't like wasting time. So uh, I was working fanatically. Like to an un- unhealthy point looking for strategies like how can I how can I make up for lost time so I think that at the beginning spawned me on a little more or spurred me on rather to figure out like okay how can I get on shows how can I fucking get good at this how can I meet agents how can I build my Instagram how can I what's the way forward even now I'm like how can I build fans now that's all that's my focus my my two sole focuses are how do how do I keep getting better and how do I build a fan base and monetize it? Mm-hmm. A fall, I mean, the following is really important yeah. because social media is what everyone goes to now. Like, oh, exactly. John Mitchell, let me look him up. Exactly. See what he's doing. Exactly. So I guess does that answer? Does that help anything? Is it was just it was just like working as hard as I possibly could, and uh, and suffering a lot and sacrificing a lot in terms of relationships, in terms of. Uh, you know, relationships with my, my male friends. Like I just, uh, I put it all to the wayside and I kind of just leaped. That's always been my personality too. You know, I became, when I was 18 and we were selling bags of weed, like 20 bags of weed, right? I would look at these dudes from the neighborhood that were sitting on pounds and pounds and pounds. And back then that was a big deal. Mm -hmm. I mean, you like were making your living off selling weed. I was like, I want to be that. Like, I want to be that. What are they doing? What are they doing that I'm not doing? Malcolm X says that in his autobiography. He's like, you know, I've been in prison because I'm referencing the autobiography of Malcolm X. (laughs) Every prisoner has read the fucking autobiography of Malcolm X. But it's like, if you see the next man doing what you're doing better, he's doing something differently than you. So what can I do? You know? And so now, but now even that philosophy is changing. It's changing because I'm... I'm trying to figure out... I, I, I'm not sure that that's the best way to live. 
to anymore. look at other people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's... I think we all go through phases as comics, especially when you're first starting. I mean, I had a massive, like, complex of thinking of comedy in terms of high school. Like, I really mm-hmm. felt like I was on the outside of the cool kids for the longest time. Right. I was like, man. Well, but L.A. is like that. Show business is... True. Especially in L.A. is a lot like high school, you know? Well, you get... It's like a, a 1980s John Hughes it high school. Is. You know what I mean? 16 Breakfast candles, Club. Yeah, exactly. Club. <laughs> like, yeah, there's like... Yeah, there's all the clicks. Like, I was like... I was always friendly with everyone. Everyone would say hi to me. Like, if I walked into a comedy club... But I never felt like I really had my tribe. I always felt like I was on the outside. And then I Uh went through this phase, I would say, in like 2015, where I just had FOMO so bad. I'm like, why? And and towards other female comedians, in a way, because I started feeling like, wow, I don't have a lot of girlfriends in comedy. One, why is that? And two, am I supposed to be like... Do I need to be friends with all of these people, or are these the people? Are is this my competition? And right. So I went through like this really unhealthy, like phase of just like getting mean girled, and right. then also in my head mean girling right, people, right. and then being so concerned with what everyone thought, and then in the last year, took a couple years. Yeah. I woke up and was like. It doesn't matter what one any of these people fucking think that's about right, me. That's right. That's right. And it doesn't matter if they're doing something more or different or better or they right. have more followers right. or this and that because it doesn't affect me. Like right. worrying about their shit's not going to make me that's right. better. That's so. right. And and the odds that they're thinking about you the way you think they're thinking mm-hmm. about you are none. None. Everybody's thinking about themselves yep. more than anybody else. Oh, we're you know? all stuck in self. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I let go of the ego. Have you ever posted? I've gotten a lot better about this, but have you ever posted something on Instagram? And maybe this was like when you first got into comedy, because I feel like every comedian does this. And you're like, oh my god, I didn't get enough likes yet. And then you're like, hours go by, and then you delete. And then you take it down. Of course, (laughs) of course, I still do that. I still, but I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to let Instagram win. Right, because it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, it's not that important. No, it's it's, I mean. It's not, especially not at this level. Mm-mm. Like whether you get fifty likes or two hundred and fifty likes, motherfuckers are still not coming, paying to see you. No, they're not. That's all you got to think about. Those get to the money. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, you're fine. That's a great point. The people that are liking your shit or looking at it and deciding not to like it right. are not the ones that are gonna yeah come to the show. Right. It's the right. people that don't know anything about stand-up half the time right that end up at the show and then they become a fan like i've had people i i mean i got this is the first year the last year is the first year that i ever actually like started getting spots on the road yeah on the weekends right and I've made built more connections with audience members at those shows, right? Than in LA. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In LA, nobody really gives a shit. No. Like you got to be a celebrity, or else, you know, people they're so inundated by even normal people that they're like, man, this was a great show. Um, yeah. What else you got? We're gonna go, you know, whatever. Uh, uh, watch John Mayer perform you know in the original room yeah. with Dave Chappelle for five dollars like you like, can't compete with that no not know? at all and it's John Mayer who actually is funny yeah a cocksucker like, hilarious if you're listening to this John Mayer you can fucking suck my big black balls <laughs> uh, he's, he's probably so a nice guy. hot though god yeah. damn it Lord. <laughs> sorry he's yeah, hot yeah. he can sing he wrote that song, Your Body is a Wonderland. God damn it. I know. I and masturbated to it. Me too. And then he's like best friends with fucking Dave Chappelle. who's like cool as shit. Who yeah. also... Nice as shit. Just yeah. the greatest. He's the greatest. And lives in Cincinnati. And my sister lives there. Right. No, he lives outside of Dayton. Oh, Dayton. He lives in right, Yellow right. Springs, damn it. Ohio. Isn't that crazy? I'll edit that part out. Yeah, yeah edit that part out. Yeah, I'll edit that I didn't Do a little know. research, huh? Yeah, I know. Sorry. You know, I should probably drink the fucking coffee I bought. Because I've been I'd up say. since five. And I went to Palm Springs over the weekend. Ooh. What were you doing? Working or? No, I was just. You was look just, very tan, man. Thanks. I was just vacationing. Laid out. You know, that's what that um day job hustle gets you. Right. You can go on 
I mean, I struggled enough. I, I never lived in my car or anything. <laughs> yeah, neither did but, I. But I lived in I a slept studio. on a couch, though. I slept yeah. on a couch for two years at Ohad's. Oh. Ugly, ugly, ugly nose. Big dick guy. Big dick, ugly that's face, Ohad. Sometimes that's all you You know what, though? He's gotten... They're, like, it was... Some women look at him and, like, they're attracted to... So I shouldn't, you know... It's like I want to say he's Brody. not for you. Adrian Brody, yeah. No, it's not like Adrian Brody. You think he's Adrian so Brody's hot? talented and rich and has a better face that doesn't sometimes look like a Captain Crunch though, bar. I hate rich dudes sometimes. Yeah, we're, we're going off physical. We're going off physicality. Physical yeah, but you beauty. were adding the rich thing in there. Right, like that's what right. made him more hot. I think money aside, because sometimes money makes you a fucking douchebag. Oh, of course. And I want nothing course. to do with you. I hate, like, when God. Sometimes if a guy's driving like a really nice car, it's a turnoff. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. ew. Like, yeah. what were you doing? Like, yeah, like you're why do you an totally? Like, yeah. what are you hiding? Yeah. What are you fucking so afraid of, you little weasel? Yeah. Why can't you be rich and have like a cool car? Like, yeah, exactly. Like a Land Rover. Like a fucking Toyota Tundra. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no rich guys ever yeah. had a Land Rover. <laughs> but like an old, like a cool one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, don't I want, hear you. I, I don't want to get into your car it's so and generic. not be able to open the door. Like I can't right, find the handle. Right, exactly. Like that bums yeah. me out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you're too yeah. rich for me. Yeah. Like if I suck your dick and you're just like, you're just too rich. Like yeah. how long am I going to have to keep sucking it mm. to where I don't feel like inadequate like I'm the answer you know. is till he finds another one yeah till you till you hit 40 see and man I'm gonna be that's just around the corner for me yeah I guess so right but I'm I not can, too far off either We're well maybe both. I can start maybe I should start lying about my age well that well, makes me well, more what successful well what do you no what do you what, what's the what's the game for you what Aside do you want from trying to figure out how to do this podcast yeah and, how, and my journey to figuring out what success is through my friends yeah yeah do you like how i added that in there yeah i had to like sure. explain you, a little right. bit the like theme the, the theme of it um what do i want i want to be able to walk into a comedy club and have people be like oh Lori marie's here hey Lori, you want to do like 10 minutes you want a spot like that's, okay so you want to be able to pop in i want to be able to pop in and i want to be on car i want to do cartoons like i like my end goal is to be on like to the next bob burgers wow so you want to do voiceover i want to do voiceover okay but, you I got mean, a great I'm, voice thank you i'm actively pursuing that great great um, but i don't i've gotten one thing so far Got, Are we recording even on the screen? Yeah, talk? we're still recording. Okay. I know. I love it. Just want to make sure. We're not editing any of that out, by the way. Like, no. All the uh-uh. mishaps that happen, like nope. this is raw Keep fucking them in. shit. Yeah. Keep this them is because this is gonna turn into like my documentary series right. of like. Remember Great. when she fucked up this podcast? Um, so I got quote unquote the discovered at the comedy store in like a few months back, um, and so I got my first like thing on a cartoon. Amazing! What? But to explain that. I can't. Okay. Uh, okay. So I can't like really fully talk about it. It's on my IMDb. Like I can talk about the show, but like I can't talk about the cool shit that's happening with it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now you're still more successful than me until I can like actually promote. I'm not sure. That. Look, I've never <laughs> been like, and, and I'm not even, well, you know what? I don't even make it about me. But, no, it is about you. You're the guest. It's all oh, about me. All right. All it's right. about how you're doing better than me. I mean, look, I've never. I've ne I've not look, I've recently done the comedy store mm-hmm. like Belly Room Friday night and I plowed it. Like I yeah. just killed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ice House, same thing. The improv lab, I am there two, three times a month on See, shows. I'm jealous of that. But but look, it that hasn't translated anything. I get off stage and everyone's like, Great set, great set, great set. Oh, it was so funny. And then where's the producer walking up to me well, you know I don't what I mean that, where's the I don't think that happens anymore really. I think you're right yeah I think you take all of those nights where you killed people talk about it you get keep getting booked on more shows right. and you get content so like you're you right. always have to get content that's what I'm going for and that's why I'm posting more and more videos which is great because you know? I watch them yeah thank you good. thank you appreciate and it you have the content like that's right. that's something that I lack I always forget when I go and do these shows, I do the comedy store like at least two Saturdays a month yeah. in the belly room, and I yeah. always forget to ask someone to film. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, especially if you're doing those like Saturday shows that and they're are always they're packed, packed. Exactly. lying around the corner exactly. for the belly room. Yep. It's nuts. Yep. Yep. But you see, got to. You I'll have you on my show. 
I will have you on probably the next. I'll make sure it's a club. Oh, I'll make sure it's a club, and then I'll make sure that we can film. And I'll have you. I'll at least, at the very least, get you a guest spot, but probably a proper spot. But I'll at least get you five or six minutes yeah. to where you just do your best shit, and we'll fucking get it on. I can do that. Yeah, exactly. And then you just gotta honestly plow the internet, just like start flooding when the time is right. And I don't even know when that time is. Me either. I'm is is like... to start leaking it online, and you should people should be able to find you. Like, you, they should be able to type in Lori Marie, and then comedy comes up. Uh-huh. Um, and My then, Instagram clips come up. I haven't done a website. Okay, a so... website? No, uh, but I will, though, because of this thing I'm doing, which I guess I could Is that, about. like, is that necessary? Like, are websites a thing that, like, do people... Uh, unless you're, like, on tour, like, a Whitney Cummings or, like... You could start yeah. building it. You could start building it. But it it wouldn't hurt, but it just costs money. You know yeah. what I mean? It costs, you yeah, have to pay every year daddy. a couple hundred bucks yeah. for the domain. Which is anyway. fine. I think you should invest in yourself. But I've always wondered, is that like something that we're, like, am I doing? Right. Doing Seven it? years in, I, I would say you're, you you might as, like, it, as long as you have a platform to put shit on. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't done it yet because I don't have a, I, I really don't have a product. Yeah. But I'm, I will have a product by the end of the year. That's cool. That's so. huge. That, or it's huge for me. It's. It's like, I guess, the culmination of my life's work, sort of. And also, you've been doing those, like, um, commentary. Oh, yeah. I stopped doing that. I stopped doing that because I just got bored with it. And I also kind of felt like I was hating. It was kind of poisonous for my soul because I was just hating. And I'd I'd have to sift through these awful Instagram stars. And and it was just like, it made me hate. It made me just the most disgusted at our culture. And just the the retarded fucking zeitgeist <clears throat> that we live in, you know. So I just kind of quit doing it because, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like in my gut I was like, okay, this was cool. This was funny. Maybe I can pitch it if I ever get an opportunity to pitch something mm-hmm. later on. Like I sent it. I submitted it to like True TV, like a whole pitch packet and shit. Oh. And they, they, you know, said no, obviously. But Wait, they said no? Yeah. But still, you know, like I tried. So so my my angle is I I always want to come with a product for the marketplace. So right now I'm writing a book about being in prison. That's right. And and coming up in the drug game and wow. doing all this crazy shit and it's funny. It's it's intense, but it's funny and it's about me being in Colombia and laundering money. Kind of, like yeah, a memoir. it's a memoir. It's a memoir. memoir. It's a thinly fictionalized memoir is what I call it. And uh, because I switch dates around and situations just to fit the narrative, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. And yeah, and so we're that's I have a podcast company that uh, is gonna basically produce it, and we're mm-hmm. going to we're gonna sell the physical copy of the book, but mainly it's gonna be an audio book. Mm-hmm. So me transcribing, reading it, it's an audio book. It's a book yeah. on tape. Yeah, you know what I mean. Cool. And so that'll be the platform that'll really like kind of catapult me into relevancy, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's something. I mean, that's... So... It's interesting. It's different. Yeah, and and maybe maybe it's something that the industry, whether that's the publishing industry or film industry or whatever, because I also have a script that Mm -hmm. kind of goes along with that. It's a comedy script. It's like The Office, but it's set in prison. It's Mm -hmm. really funny. I, I love it, but... That's cool. Now I have, maybe they'll see it and they'll say, okay, let's take a meeting. We want to buy this or we want to develop this further. You're so, doing stuff. I think that's half, half the battle. That it's was like, not a fart for the listeners. It was the water. Yeah. It, I got him a fancy Italian water because when you come on my podcast, you get nothing but the best. Hey, it's an Italian water. It's a goddamn guinea wop. Guido water. Well, Sorry. it's also from Starbucks, so you know, like at least part of the proceeds went to some like starving people in Africa or something. No, they didn't. No, well, it didn't. It didn't. We well, can just hey, can Howard not, Schultz it got a tax uh, refund okay. well, this let's, year. Let's like not uh, sour the idea. You're right. Like, sure, my good sure, deed. sure, sure, sure. Because sure. I also knew that you. It's just a thought. It was a nice thought. Yeah, you, you know. I even can we also mention I also got you an iced coffee. Yeah. And I asked yeah. you how you liked it. I know, and you fucking plugged it, man. It's great. And honestly, if I didn't have to take such a shit, such a bad <laughs> shit, I would I would be drinking it right now. Ugh. What'd you have for 
Dinner early. I had, well, so I went boozing last night mm. uh, with my Irish friend, Mark Hayes. Shout out to Mark Hayes. I know Mark Hayes. You know Mark Hayes? Yeah, it was... Uh, and Don't we, worry, I never banged him. No, no, I know. he Mark's good. He doesn't really bang comedians. You know That's what I mean? Good, He's, yeah. uh, uh, he bangs everything else. I Yeah, right, right, I needed right. to make that known. He's not... One of the comedians. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. No, he's a nice guy. So, um, so we went boozing, and uh, we kind of have a, a Sunday night tradition. We go, we go uh, on a route. So we go, we hit like three or four spots. What's the route? I can't tell you the route. Why? I can't. It's confidential. All, you know what I mean? But what if I want to like pop in on a Sunday? You can pop in. You can join the route sometime if you want to go routing, as I we say. Go routing. But but after last night's routing, even Mark himself was like. We can't go routing for at least a month <laughs> and I'm like because he, he was I haven't seen him I've never seen him so drunk it was wow. really uh, well, it was really inspiring I can be your guys' spirit guide because I have 20 years of routing under my belt and you're fucking you roll with hot broads dude you're fucking friends I've always wanted to fuck or date <laughs> or both your friends dude Ugh. Yeah. Simi Valley has bitches. Thousand Oaks. Simi Thousand Oaks. Sorry, sorry. It's okay, sorry. we can say Simi too. I did. I I don't ever talk about this, but I did go. I did go to high school in uh, in Simi Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so I was hungover and I've just been eating like you know, I had a couple of hamburger. I I made some homemade. Uh, oh. Hamburgers That's and cool. um, you got you live with uh, people? No, I got my own spot, like you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a one percenter in the comedy scene. Yeah, we are grown ups. Yeah, through and through. Do you have a wall separating your bedroom from your? Yes, I do. Okay. I do. I like to throw that in there because no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I don't. Not um, right now. I I have a wall separating the kitchen from the living space. That's cool. Yeah. I so. I just came from that situation. It's not so bad. Right. It's not so bad. But no, my living space is right next to my bed. It's a rat hole, but it's the best location. I pay eleven twenty five. Cheap. Yeah. All yeah, utilities. I'm paying like almost half more. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. afford this. Yeah. The I. You know, I moved on up a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah um, sure did. I got, you know, I'm feeling really good. Good. About 33. That's it, My man. My Jesus year. You're looking good. You're looking good. Thanks. You're feeling good. Yeah. I look 25 again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm 33. I got a little more money in my pocket. Yep. Um, but I just can't get booked on shows. I don't know. <laughs> well. It's like I'm trying to do it every day, but I can't. I just like it. How do you get up at the belly room? You do they're like bringers? No, I I don't do bringers. No, I should. I'm making myself sound shitty. No, I can get shows. I'm just not getting up as much as I'd like. It's probably partially my fault. Right. Because I don't hang out as much as I used to. Yeah, and uh, you know, but nobody does. Like after yeah. you've after you've hung out and you've met everyone, you don't really. No, I hit people up. I probably could be doing more. I could be like supporting more shows or going yeah, to yeah, yeah. Mics. How's this? Do keep doing mics don't stop doing mics working out your shit and then mm-hmm. try to do like four good shows a month That's like instead of doing you can get up a bunch at like sh- fucking bar shows but like yeah. do four shows four shows a month yeah okay. you know what I mean so like four club shows and then maybe a couple bar shows yeah in sure the middle and then sure I have a couple mics that I like to do that are actually close to here yeah so I might start hitting them back up it's just hard cause it's like I'm committed to a lot of things at the moment. What are you committed to? What are you doing? Um, well, I do a lot of things. All right. Well, I, I actually have a lear- teaching moment here, but so go ahead and finish what you're going to say. Okay, I'll tell you my then. things, and then that's the whole point. You're supposed to be yeah, here to okay. tell me what I'm doing so, wrong. So, perfect. Um, I'm opening it, it up to that. So, I I go from you know to work from 8 to 5 <sighs> brutal, downtown. Brutal. Yep. Yeah. I tell people what to do. Boss them around. I shuffle papers around. What do you do? Uh, I manage an architecture firm. Jesus Christ. All right, strike one. Anyways, go. <laughs> and then, uh, no, I, I really enjoy it. I get, like, my coffee fix. We have a good snack game going. Right, all right, all right, um, all right. And then... None of that matters, but anyways. And then I go to a meeting after work. Right, you hit an AA meeting. Uh, Shout yeah. out to AA. Yeah. The good book. Hey, it works if you work it, because you're worth it. <laughs> Yep, and then uh, and then I'll like try to do something comedy oriented. So tonight, this is the comedy thing I'm doing. Right, right. This podcast, I guess. Um, Are you gonna go to the comedy store? I should, but I have another guest coming after. Who do you have coming? I told you. 
No, you fucking didn't. Yeah, I said I had someone after you because they were supposed to come before you. Is this a booty call? No, 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 no. Dick appointment, as they say? No, no dick appointments tonight. Oh, I know. I will say, I just came off of a weekend of, like, not getting it. Fat, hard dick? Well, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were getting dick in Palm Springs. I, I mean, I was with... There were some dudes there that were, like, interested, but... Who were you with? I was with um, friends that I know from where I grew up. Like, right, right, I just right. grew up in the valley. Right. So. Okay, all right, so... So that's it. That I just like get I get busy. Right. So that's 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 this is an easy one. This is a layup. <laughs> this is a layup. You're not. You you've got a backup plan. Yeah. Which, which look. I mean, I have a backup plan too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm from a good family. My parents lived the American dream, sort of. Like we weren't rich, but now they're sitting on a couple of M's. They're getting older. <laughs> Eventually, they're going to kick and leave me like 150, 200 Gs. That's all I need. Did you hear that, ladies? You know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. Did you hear that? Any, any, Anybody from Mexico or, or Nicaragua listening, that's that's like 3 million pesos to you. I'm filthy rich. So, but that's that's really the only, you need to partake in this lifestyle Right, and like I, you're 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 living almost you're living like a yuppie lifestyle. Almost. What yuppie? Yeah, essentially. I mean, look, you got a fucking you got an antelope head hanging <laughs> from your wall. You know what I mean? I bought that at Target. <laughs> look, you, you need to you need to quit your job. Oh my god! You need to figure out a way to not have a fucking job. Ugh, I know because no, I told you voiceover. I'm trying to do the cartoon thing. Right, right. But I have to simmer for a minute. I gotta like pay some bills. No, I, I hear you. When the time is right, but you need to be transitioning yourself towards. Mm. Uh, you need to get rid of your safety net, basically, a little bit. I mean, you're from Thousand Oaks. Like, I can't mm. imagine you have. You know, there's so many comedians that virtually have nowhere else to go right mm. and that does sound like that sounds like a horrible position to me but <clears throat> you kind of have to give yourself no other option Ugh, I have to struggle again and you'll hear that from everybody I you'll, know. you'll hear that from everybody you'll hear the way to make it an entertainment is to really become unemployable in in any other field and, and you just stick around and you eventually get a job now obviously there's some nuance to it right like mm. I have a skill outside of comedy that is formed miraculously to where I don't really have a set schedule and I can live comfortably and I'm just blessed. But you could figure that out. You have a fully functioning brain. You could figure out a way to make a living, maybe even live alone, but to where you're not working like this grueling schedule. And then you're going to Palm Springs? (laughs) Like Pop Six is great once or twice a year. I go to see my family. See, but you can't be doing that, man. You (laughs) gotta be fucking grinding. Yes, you have to be grinding. And you live. You're from LA. You have a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. You should be doing bringer shows, but instead of bringer shows, you should be getting on good shows. I did the. You should talk to. You should talk to me. I know. You should talk to me if you can bring a bunch of people. I'll book you on every single show, and everybody can get in for free. Why not do that? Like, I don't know, like, because it's I like, won't say their names here, uh-huh. but there's... Amy Schumer came up off of Bringer Shows. She, she from New York. She could fill... She could bring 40 people. And so Gotham Comedy Club started just booking her regularly. And then she got an, a manager off of that. She was literally getting heat because she was getting on these good shows. I mean, she was funny too, right? Mm-hmm, and and yeah. it was just obviously tons of factors talent but but she, she, you have to be on that stage and and her, she was able to do that because she could get butts and seats so i mean i people who bring her bring her shows get a bad rap but if you're doing everything else and you can also get stage time because you're from here and mm-hmm. people want to come out to see you you should be doing that i mean i i get because on. there's real comedians that i know even in this town that are getting ahead because they could get so many people out and now they're on these big shows like Laugh Factory Friday night shows mm. and people are like, oh, how are they doing that? And they don't say it out loud, but it's because they can fucking put asses in seats, you know? That's true. I mean, I think that's a good point. I, I always offer up when I do ask for spots, like I, I can usually, there's always going to be like a few people that will want to come to me, yeah. that know me. Right. And So you, you have to start... 
I do grind. You yeah. have to start promoting harder, I think, yeah. and start to because you probably know a lot of people. I do. You just don't want people to see you, but now it's time for that to end because, and that what that'll also do is okay if you do two. Let's just call them bringer shows, but if you really get people out to two shows a month, I that'll think you'd say promote. You'll promote. yeah promote. Then just say two a month, right? That's once every two weeks. You're gonna want them to see you do new shit. Mm-hmm. So that is gonna draw. That's gonna push you to always be writing and doing new and better material. I think you know that what I mean? is that is actually really valid advice. Yeah, I know it is. Cause I I think I got to a place where I was getting booked a ton because I was new and I yeah. was getting people to come. Right, right. Then I started to sort of figure out the scene and like how to write a joke. Right. So then I was trying to develop. Right. So I was like shit for a while because right. that's what happens. You, yeah. you like figure it out and you're like, oh my God, I'm actually not funny. Now I got to like figure right, out how to be right. funny. Yeah, bringer shows are not good at the beginning. You shouldn't no. just be doing bringers. You need to no. just be doing open mics. But yeah. now you're at a point where people should see you. And yeah. you have the ability for them to see you, you might fucking have them out, you know? I'm, you know, I have, I'm from L.A. I'm very lucky that there are people that do care about my quote-unquote career, but yeah. I don't um, know. You should also maybe run a show yourself. I've that's how. This. That's how I got a, that's how I still get, I don't do it as much now, like, because I, I can just get booked just because I know tons of people who run shows, but. I initially I started getting I got good stage time because I just I'd have one show it was like a throwaway show and I would just used it to trade spots like mm-hmm. whoever run a show ran a show and I knew them I'm like hey I can give you a spot on my show if I can get one on yours boom did that and then that, so that's I still have that I have one of those and I have one show that I really try to be as like star studded and great as possible. Where's that at? That's at the Ice House. Oh, that's right. I love yeah. the Ice House. Yeah, yeah. The Ice House is great. So, And that's where I got a lot of good tape and shit, too. They have good tapes. Yeah. That's where the content I keep regurgitating is from. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Of course. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> I do I do that, and I only do that. I never do it to make money. I think I probably almost take a loss. I think I finally made like 70 bucks the last show. But I only do it for my own stage time. Mm-hmm. I only do that because I want great. I want a great crowd for me. Yeah, you know, smart. So yeah. See, so I've never ran a show. I helped someone a couple times. Um, a friend, her and I aren't really acquainted anymore, but we kind of came up around the same time, and I helped her run a show for a couple of months. Right. And that was a good experience, but yeah, I think you're right. I think having the day job sometimes can deter you. I think that yeah. is something where you have to like really like be okay with kind of struggling in a way. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I started too late. I mean, I was like 27. Yeah, I was 28. Yeah. Same thing. So it's, that that's the exactly. major disadvantage in starting that late is because you, you don't, you've like lived grimy. Yeah. You don't like, want to do it anymore. No, I got sick of like living paycheck to paycheck and Wondering if I could pay my car payment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then I got to a place where I was like, I want, I need to have things. And now I'm actually, I do have this day job and it, it sounds like really crazy, but I am in a sweet spot where it's actually, I get to work and it's very, I'm just, it's, I'm just good at it. So it's easy. Yeah, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I go yeah. in, I do my job and then I leave and I don't even think about it. You don't have to work. think about it. No, and I go that's, and do That's whatever. good. So if you can, I don't have that kind of capacity. I'm not an energetic guy. <laughs> I like sleeping in. I nap even when I get a good night's sleep. Like I just don't. <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> I've just always been that dude. Lazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because of my laziness, I've ironically been forced to work that much harder to, 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 to balance out that sloth mm-hmm. you know what I mean to use a biblical word you you're know? the token white guy comedian yeah exactly you I don't like that that's really Pete mean Holmes character but, uh, on Crash you're right exactly yeah totally <laughs> no but in, I mean that in like a very loving way thank you no I, I think there's some validity to that like I want to work so hard so I don't have to work anymore 
Same, dude. You know? So, but but the fact that you can go in, you be there by 8, leave by 5, if that doesn't stop you, if, if you're still... Um, like, as long as it doesn't hold you back, then more power to you. I don't... I women don't... are so... Women are amazing. Like, <laughs> I talk a lot of a lot. shit about you, you dames, but you guys are just, like, you're real warriors. Yeah, like, you have dude. so much energy. Yes. And you get raped, you know? And you still have energy <laughs> to fucking do the dishes, you know? Oh like, my mom... My, my mom, fucking God bless her heart, raised three shitty kids... Fucking worked full time, had a great career, and she would still come home and make dinner. And I would just like, like I think about it now, and I get so tired. <laughs> and I just think about how she did it for all those fucking years. It just, uh, I mean, you're right. Brutal. We are so much better than you. Yeah, in certain you know, ways. I are very. I feel like I am like a like master multitasker. Yeah, yeah, um, you are. And I can. I have a lot of skills. I can do a lot of yeah, different things. Yeah, right. So that's why that's you need to you need to take those skills mm-hmm. and apply them to show business. I know. You know what I mean? Because you can do a lot of things. I can't. You know just, a lot of people yeah. and you're likable so you can organize, you can plan, you can book, you know, you should be running your own show. Plus doing shows where you just bring people. Forget yeah. about running like one show where you run it, right? So you you do one show a month. Should I be boom. writing this down? It's, it's easy. So you do one show a month. One right, show a month. where you run it and you get people out. I'm the, right? I'm the you're person. you're the producer, right? Okay. And then you do two shows where you get people out on other people's shows. Can it be like three people? I mean, if the, if if people will let you on, you know, that's not enough. I feel like that's dude. Enough. Dude, there's a guy. I'll say him off mic. He's a buddy. Mm-hmm. He gets out forty to like eighty people, How? and he gets a, he gets How? he's from L. A. And he's just, and now he's built up a following. He's funny, and and so I think he has like wow. people from Instagram hitting him up. Hands. Yeah, but so that's how. I mean, it just depends on what the the requirement is. I need to get you know? more female fans. I need more women yeah. that care about my stand up and that like find because right now I do have like a handful of people that always hit me up and want to come to shows, but they're all fucking dudes. All right. Well, who cares? Who gives a shit? They just like. But yeah. women do women do go out more. Women do go out more. I, so I do have a have good group of party girls that I no longer can partake in the partying with. Yeah, of right. My current state of sobriety, but they they rally. Yeah, They'll I swear women out. are loyal, dude. You just got to figure out how to. You just got to have them out and, and like build it, make it an event, you know? Yeah. I got to like take care of them, send them some like bottles. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can get 10 people, 15 people out to a show, most, most people that run shows will, will have you on. I think. I think that's true. Um, Same about in the belly room, there could be 40 people and you help fill up the last two rows. So you make a good show, like a fire show. So that so now that's that's three shows a month. That's you know three good you just shows. Gave me the guy. Totally, and then, guy and then keep success. keep working your other angle. But what I was gonna say originally was, all that being said, what what I did, what I chose to do, was less, and just hone in on what I do well, which is writing, and doing stand up. That's it. Like I'm not a good it. actor. I'm not a fucking. I'm not likable to do I commercials. I think you're likable. I don't know about that. You got like a. You got a look. Sure, but tall white. But guy. I don't. I, I just. Uh, I don't really want to do it. Like if if Judd Apatow wanted to put me in his stupid little show, I would do it. But beyond that, it's like I'm not gonna be the guy that's like auditioning all the time. You do know what I mean? Do you make um, vision boards? <clears throat> no. Do you believe in the secret? Uh, I don't really know. Do you manifest? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's but, good. but, the main thing is, focus on one or two things and become great at that. Push everything else out. I think I'm gonna... And get rid of ego. Yeah, no ego. And that's easy to say, maybe the hardest thing to do. I, I heard this quote recently from Andrew Schultz, who's kind of inspiring me. I think he's kind of inspiring everyone right now, but he he said, from nothing comes everything. 
It's a famous quote. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't say it, but that's the quote that... <laughs> He's been regurgitated. Exactly. <laughs> From nothing comes everything. Because when you're stripped bare of ego, I guess there's nowhere left to go but up. Right. Right? So when you're stripped bare of ego, you don't have... Uh, um, you don't have expectation of things outside of your control, yeah? True. I mean, yeah, you can't... I guess where I'm at is... I'm just at this point where I'm just going to do the things I like. Yes, exactly. That's what so I want. I just want to come and talk and if to you, my friends. And if you like them, you're going to be better at them. Yeah. And you're and you're going to like the things that you are better at. So therefore, you're just going to be drawn to them. Isn't it crazy how as we get older, like it takes us doing all the shit that we hate doing to realize like we didn't actually have to do half of that stuff. I know, stuff, I you know? know, I know. Like I'm fine, I don't know about you, but like I'm finally at this point where I'm like, Oh, I don't have to go to work every day and be miserable. Like, I can actually do something I like. Right. You know? I mean, granted, yeah, it's a day job that wasn't always, like, the plan to have a day job. It was more my parents' plan. Yeah. went to college and stuff. But, you know, it's affording me to be able to do the other things. Right. Exactly. Hopefully. You know what you should do is you should throw a show out in Thousand Oaks. I know. Or your friends still live. You know what I mean? And you could just pack it and do it once a month. And you could get, you could pay headliners, tell headliners, tell Ian Edwards, guys that will do spots that aren't A-listers. Yeah. You give them 150 bucks to come headline, and you could sell tickets. Motherfuckers out there have money; they will pay yeah. 20 dollars for entertainment, yeah. and uh, yeah, and then you could just figure out who's running the good shows. That's funny. It's hard because this is boring. So maybe we could talk about it off mic, but it's hard to trade spots with people that run shows because most people that run shows are not also good comedians. I'm one of the only ones. Oh, I go on record. No, John no Mitchell, one of the best. One of the yeah, one of the best producers that, because I don't do it to make money. Most That's producers true. You do, do it to, to make get money. Better. I just do it for stage time. Yeah. It's well, all I give a shit about. These are our last moments and All right. Typically, I like to kind of let you end on whatever kind of note, but um, do you feel like today you are, you've tasted like a little bit of success in like your chosen path? Yeah, I do. I do. Is it because you are doing my podcast and you think that I'm going to hopefully get really big and like make it so then this little spot will like catapult you sure (laughs) sure sure no uh yeah yeah i mean i'm i don't know i'm just stoked uh that we're friends and that we've we've started from the bottom Mm -hmm. from the beginning we did from from the the beginning. beginning and i i want and freedom that's the idea go get this paper i want to we we probably lost like thirty seconds of what you said because oh, okay. we went we went over we and sure apparently did. you're only sure supposed did. to do an hour but I feel like I could talk to you for like two I know, hours I know. that went by really fast yeah that was this was an easy one yeah this I'll have to like one. edit that last part together okay but or we could um, just do it again we could do it again we could just do like a whole other hour and then see which hour we like better I got to get to this beauty salon this beauty supply place <laughs> that carries my hair product that's another Your thing hair dye? you got to use the right hair product right yes hair my product. hair dye. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, okay. Do you want to tell everyone your social? Yeah, it's just uh, Johnny Mitchell Comedy on Instagram. Wait, then, so are we calling you Johnny now? That's my stage name, yeah. Stage but, name? But it's funny. The people that knew me from the beginning still call me John. I so, call you John. Yeah, yeah. John yeah, yeah. Mitchell. It's all good. John- but I'm Johnny. You know, Johnny Mitchell Comedy on Instagram. J- Johnny Mitch on Twitter. I don't know. I don't give a fuck about Twitter. Johnny Mitchell Comedy yeah. on Instagram. That's I it. Really- I tried Twitter, but I feel like I'm always talking to myself. I use it for just as a joke book, which mm-hmm. is which is good, but I don't really care if people follow. I have enough followers. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Have, I have like. <clears throat> All that matters followers. now is Instagram. Really. Instagram, yeah, yeah. It's killing the game. Remember yeah. when? Let's end on this because I keep forgetting to talk about this. But remember when Instagram went down the other day? Oh my were freaking god, dude! Out. I was. I, I felt like a fucking heroin addict, dude. I was. I was sweating. Oh, I was fucking. Yeah. Oh, I felt free though, dude. I got I felt so much free done. for like twelve hours. Same. I got so much. I didn't stalk anyone. Yeah. I didn't obsess over why this dude wasn't like watching my story. Yeah. Or, like texting me back. I was just like, everyone's just living. Exactly. Just yeah. out in freedom. Oh. 
I think. And then it came back on, and I was like, thank God. Yeah. I actually am still living on the whole, I don't need to be on it all day. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I sort of am on it all day, but I noticed that I, when I post stuff, I'm on it less Mm -hmm. because I know if I start looking at how many likes I get or whatever, I'm, I won't stop for the rest of the day. So I'll post shit and be like, well, I'm not going to look at it for four hours. That's good. Whereas if I don't, if I'm just like looking, it's just kind of like a boredom thing. Yeah. You know? No, same. And then you're not even really looking. Yeah. I like don't... my whole mentality over the last few months is just like I just need to have some content. Yes, yes, that's and, that's uh, the main thing. Use it, use it like bit. it's your channel. Yeah, think and, about it like it's television, yeah. and this is Lori Marie's channel. Yeah, it's not even like oh, why did he like that naked girl selfie kind of thing. It's more like I don't yeah, even and start care. being a whore too. Be a on whore it, on Instagram. Yeah, you gotta whore it up. <sighs> I'm, I don't do that. No, I'm joking because nobody's... You want to be... Oh, don't even get me fucking started. Yeah. A lot of your peers, I won't... Obviously, I'm not going to yeah. say who. That you, you, you post pictures of your pussy all day. But then... I you, can't you really that. think people that are following you because of that are going to want to come see you do stand-up or no. give a fuck about your art? Yeah. No, they're jacking off to you. And I'm no better. Anyways, I, we'll end on that. Uh, yeah, let's we'll end on that. I love you, man. All right, I love you too. I'm glad you came. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next time you'll have video. I know. I'm, you're gonna help me set that up. That will be okay. the next. Sounds good. Assignment. We'll see you in 2030. <laughs>